Ah, good evening and welcome to another episode of The Experience with your host, Michael Aaron Gossetis. That is me. Thanks for tuning in and I'm glad you guys are here with us tonight. We're doing it podcast only. So uh, this episode will be coming to, um, you know, the blog space and the earwaves near you. Now, I was trying to think about what I was going to do tonight. I was like, hmm, uh, because I kind of liked, you know, yesterday's Saturday night rendition because obviously I'm going to be busy Monday through Friday. Well, I got to see, well, you know, what's going to be up with what's going to be up with, like, um, you know, making sure that I get in episodes of the experience. Like, this is still very important to me. Like, I want to make sure that I can still uh, put this out here because, you know, I have the experience podcast.wordpress.com, which whenever I get the funds for, I will go ahead and, like, you know, turn it into a .com, like I'll buy a domain for it, map it there, make it, you know, look a little bit more professional and official. Well, I mean, I think the look of my website is going to stay for now, obviously, because it's brand new, honey. You need to go and enjoy it first. It just came out like, what, maybe a month ago or so. So go check it out. TheExperiencePodcast.wordpress.com And then whenever I get the funds for it, I will go ahead and, uh, you know, buy a domain for it and make it a .com, um, which I need to do, you know, because there are quite a few experiences out there. I mean, the name of the show is The Experience with Michael Aaron Casades. That's the title of it. So that can't be mistaken. But say if I were to call it The Experience Podcast, do you know how many experience podcasts there are out there? There's actually quite a few with just that title. So you do have to find a way to differentiate it. Like if you think about like the Joe Rogan experience, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, that's just, that's just, that's just what I'm talking about. You know, it's like the Pink Floyd laser light show experience. So you really have to be, you know, different and stand out from the crowd. No, just kidding. I'm just, I'm totally joshing with everyone. Anyways, so yeah, but go check that out. Now, also on the websites, I have, I have placed magic little like uh, QR code tip jars. So like, you know, if you appreciate the podcast, if you want to help me buy a domain for the experience with Michael Aaron Caceres podcast, if you just, you know, I mean, I could do a lot of, you know, things, I think, um, in, in the means, in the way of like, you know, like say I were to set up like a travel type of episode or I'm a foodie, but I don't think I would do a food uh, podcast, um, that would better be, that would best be left for, like, some type of video or filming. I think, I think y'all would agree with me because you also want to see that food, although maybe I could describe it well enough you could taste it. Oh, do you want your ears to eat some beautiful warm food? Oh, something tasty and scrumptious for your palate. Let me tell you all about it. No, I'm just kidding. But like, 
So tonight what I was going to do, and I even took a few moments to, to find some relaxing music. Uh, but, you know, I, I know I constantly talk about my writing and stuff. And I constantly talk about, uh, you know, that kind of aspect of my work. And yes, I believe it was what episode was episode 15, maybe where I had my, um, I had my virtual poetry reading for my uh, latest release, which was a chat book that came out right at the tail end of 2020. And, uh, that was called severance poems from a dystopian America. It was a very fun uh, read, needless to say. Um, it was a very interesting time. These are very interesting times. Uh, favorite author of mine growing up was uh, a man by the name of Terry Pratchett. And he wrote humorous yet wise fables. <laughs> no, they weren't fables. They were books. They were novels. But they were fables. Um, that were also, um, fantasy or speculative fiction. Great, great writer, master, mastermind, that Terry Pratchett. Anyways, I bring him up because he had a book called Interesting Times. And I remember reading that book when I was like, I don't know, somewhere between the age of probably 11 and 13. Used to love Terry Pratchett. He passed, unfortunately. He was knighted also. So he uh, he passed as... Oh, wait, what did I say? I almost forgot. I'm not going to say passed anymore. I'm going to say ascend. So, Sir, <laughs> Sir Terry Pratchett ascended. He ascended of a brain uh, tumor, I believe. And, um, he, uh, he ascended. Yeah. Terry Pratchett ascended. You better believe it. But, uh, yeah, that's very sad because there's no telling where those stories could have gone. There's no telling where his work could have gone had he lived even five years more or ten years more. Because I don't believe he was relatively aged I believe he was in his 60s, maybe early 70s, but I don't think he was even that old. And um, I always say I don't regret anything and I don't live my life with regrets, but I do regret. And I think this is one that I can allow because I think you don't want to live your life with regret. I mean, it's not the kind of regret that I beat myself up over and I allow to lower my vibrations or my frequency. This is just a regret. I never got to see him read while he was alive. And he came to Texas at least two times that I know about. Once within reach and once kind of far away. But it would have been great nonetheless to have seen him and seen this man and listened to him read his work. And there's no telling what kind of cheerful anecdotes he would have shared with us in his speech and his time and maybe I could have met him and maybe I could have shook his hand and you know but ah, alas these are the things that we do not always get to do so what I wanted to do today is I wanted to do like 
I don't know, kind of like a poetry Sunday, I think it would be the best way to describe it. But like, you know, I thought, well, let's see if I can, let's see if I can keep this up. And I'll like, you know, just share a couple of poems with you guys on a Sunday evening before the uh, work returns. And I won't take up too much of your time, I promise. But, um, you know, I hope you also don't mind the music. Because uh, it's not going away. I like my ambient new age music, so leave it alone. But I will turn it down, though, so I can read some poems to you guys. So the poems I'm going to read to you or share with you, um, they are from... Okay, they can actually you can actually read these online if you'd like. So if you'd like to follow along, students... No, just kidding. I'm totally just playing. <laughs> but, um, um, so, um, my, my website is therootofmanyreturns.com. That's the root, like, you know, a tree root or, uh, you know, a ginger root. It's therootofmanyreturns.com. And that's my website. And I have a blog on that website. Um, and on the blog, I post poetry, fiction, uh, diff- various types of short fiction. I post some of my artwork, uh, which is, uh, right now I think I have charcoals on there and, um, I'm eventually going to put some of my paintings. Uh, you know, I have my books for sale on there. I have paint, my, my original artwork is also for sale on there. Um, you know, just different little things. I mean, just, just go check it out. It's the root of many returns.com. So anyways, in the blog is where I have some poetry. It's free and open to the public. So if anyone would like to read it or to go visit it or even share it, you know, out and about, like, you know, say you have a poetry class or say you go to poetry readings and you want to read some poetry, you're more than welcome to share my work. Just make sure, you know, you say it's, it's, you know, it's, written by me, of course, obviously, so, you know, but, uh, I mean, I, I absolutely do the same anytime I read out, if I read someone else's work, there's a phrase that they have for it in the poetry readings, um, when you read the work of someone else and not your own, <laughs> because some open mics do look down on people who don't read their own poetry, but they read, the work of another person and some open mics say if you're going to do that you know they'll they'll make a certain specification like you know it has to be a living poet or it has to be a deceased poet i mean an ascended poet so anyways uh, let me go ahead and turn to some of this poetry for you guys so as i said the um poetry i'm sharing with you comes from my website the root of many if you go to the website and you click on the tile that's marked poetry uh that would be the quickest way to find some of the work that i'm going to share with you um if you were interested in reading along and um if not um because i'm going to start with the first poem that i published on my blog and move to the present So this is going to take us back to November of 2017. Um, A direct link to this poem is therootofmanyreturns.com slash tag slash poetry slash page slash nine slash. And um, if you put that in there or if you just... uh, 
uh, click the poetry tile and then uh, hit page down until it takes you to the very, until it takes you to, to November 2017, then you have found the first poem that I'm going to share with you. And this poem um, I wrote one winter and uh, this poem I wrote around a time that I was beginning to start writing again after a very long hiatus of not writing poetry. And I think I'm going to say writing, I mean like with the purpose and I mean consistently. So maybe I might have spewed, uh, you know, a dozen poems out in a year, but it that's not writing for me. That's not writing if you're not being consistent and if you don't have a purpose for it, you know. And I did that probably like for three or four years, um, maybe. Uh, but Instinctual Fear was one of the poems that I had written when I was coming out of that long and dry spell. This poem is entitled Instinctual Fear. Rain pelts the window pane. The wind, chilled and crept, tests its pressure points. Beneath a softly lit tree, on milk tan carpet, I find no words to connect a meaning to the reader. I find no soul. The soul has gone away. The poetry has gone away. The resounding voice echoing in this hallway has gone mad with silence. It fights to find its ways back into the light. It pummels the voice of nothingness. The grinning cat that smiles from generation to generation at long last has cast a frown upon. The joke is over, is what he says. There is nothing funny here anymore. The cat has gone away, taking its grin and sly magic along, taking its riddles and lullabies. The temperature has fallen outside, even as it escalates inside. The heat has been raised. The children have awakened. The mothers have begun to wipe away the sleep. The fathers have begun to stretch out the restfulness. The bar has been dropped. The sons and daughters picked it up. Remembering that instinctual fear, like a banging on the floor beneath, like a stain of ash on a milk and tan carpet. The children remember the void and darkness. They remember the consequences of their silence. It is the children who remembered when cat and magic and sleep were gone how to connect the words and meaning. They who took this opportunity to heart, it is the children who remember how to find the soul. They remember how to find the poetry.
words that is instinctual fear instinctual fear published on my website the root of many returns.com will be published in my forthcoming book even in death even in death that's the next one i got so moving right along the next two poems i'm going to read to you actually were published in my second collection of poetry titled this reality of man so uh this reality man is my second full collection of poetry uh it is the first one published with my actual names the first book i guess obviously i used a pen name uh but these two ho- these two poems were published in in uh this reality of man this first one is entitled winter at the beach he was standing unaware of the waves that pulse throughout the shoreline he was unaware as they crashed into themselves persuaded by the wind howling down on them silently from the south pushing them forward into the shores where they shared themselves on his flesh he was standing unaware of the waves though watching them foam and ripple like worms beneath the skin of the ocean short and grubby quick like tremors carrying the dead fish ashore to defrost in the sun at dusk pink and orange like fire like a mirage behind him waiting for him to stop and look and for once pay attention on the day of patrick swayze's death streaks of pink and blue vibrant behind wispy grayish clouds the pond ripples in the sky sprinkling iridescent in the light as the orange burning fades the hazy blue that is the night lays itself upon the land constant as a stubborn man whisper the tired marks of animals in the field pedaling past the threshold where we stand a balanced conscious a sacred gift experience given in the light for learning and building respective ways life lived not to regret it is a choice to be made home for this night the stagnant night drops crystalline rain apparitions in the deluged black refract shadows and stifled light the static rush of unseen tides break at our feet spirits gathered like free birds in observance of this twilight hour sing songs feathers glistening 
each droplet dodging between quill and plume before joining the chorus of their brothers on the shore. I hope you guys enjoyed those. Uh, those four poems I read, actually, I read three back to back. They're all available for your pleasure to read at therootofmanyreturns.com uh, the root on the blog, or just go click on the poetry tile, and uh, you know it'll it'll hook you up right with it. Um, I think I'm gonna read uh, maybe one or two more. And then I'll probably let you guys go for the evening. It's been a great evening and I have to start uh, doing some work for tomorrow's C report. So you guys will definitely want to check that out at QAholespodcast.com. But uh, in the meantime, let me just jump back into here while I'm still vibing on this uh, hippie music in the background. Okay, so the next poem I'm going to read to you guys, um, I'm going to preface it a little bit. They always say never preface your poetry and never preface your poetry readings, but this poem was written after, um, I think, a a couple of visits to like uh, some ancient ruins whenever I've traveled out to Mexico or to Central America. I've done that a couple of times. I've been to Belize. Um, I've been to, uh, various, uh, sites in Mexico and, and I've, uh, you know, seen, uh, the pyramids and, um, the different, uh, architecture out there. So this, this poem is after that and it is entitled Ruins. Sodden gray, humid mists beneath the watch of the gods looming cosmic eyes wide, trespassing disallowed, no foot allowed on sacred stone. Families, tribes, friends gather, a marketplace on ancient ground created. The wise men of old curate the history of the ancestors, coyly dodge around trick questions, deep thrumming in the ground, distant earthquakes. Walk among the pillars, erect phallus of ancient stone. Temples hush in ceremony. Shamans meditate and revere the great past. In the burial ground of warriors, ghosts say hello, encouraging the inception of the spirit, the omniscient voice of the land. Before getting lost, walk among the trees. The howl of the wild animals fabricated for profit shear the soundscape. Birds sing. Insects among the chorus. Electricity, the conductor of this sympathy energizes the body, makes for it constant contact with the history of the soul makes it easier to remember the stories and secrets to create the world. A year away from the galactic center where the solstice becomes a snake's 
souls return to visit lands of distant memory. And that was Ruins. Now, Ruins, like I said, was inspired by visits to the, uh, well, to the ruins uh, in Central and South America. And um, actually, this poem and this next poem I'm going to share, which I believe is where I'll leave it for the evening for you guys. Um, Ruins and this next poem were actually both published recently in my latest collection, uh, that being The Vanishing Poet from Virgo Gray Press. Uh, be sure to check it out if you get it at therootofmanyreturns.com. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll cover the shipping costs. Otherwise, uh, if you have Prime or if you shop with Amazon or if you have a favorite book dealer, just go ask for The Vanishing Poet and uh, they'll hook you up with a special delivery, I'm sure. Of some sort, but uh, this next poem is—it's um, a special poem to me. Um, backstory, not necessary. Um, but this poem I've—I wrote quite some time ago, and um, it's still with me to this day. It's called "Upon Dying." A sun-melting day syruped golden rings, amber glistening in the green sea sky above. Past the gates in heaven's bay where sun ringlets ripple like songs on the shimmer sea surface. The voyage to solace soft scapes and dreams sway in my mind. Tranquil, Quilt white dreaming in the existence of space and vast transcendent waves resonates like swans trip trickle tears through the tapestry of water and space. Stars and bubbles stir the cosmic mirror of their reflection as the currents persuade their dual moving steps past the thresholds they make. Soft sun glimmers on the ocean mirror surface like a glassy sheen, like a crystal's gleam. Stare to the gates, you and I, to the lot described by the season's sigh. Sunlight dazzles with the euphoric image of hollow medallion ringlets and cast glass stones like diamonds rain from the sunbeds above. The fumes of golden yellow and uh, glinting orange illuminate and pulse like a mirage of embers. Warm light showers curtains of life that bathe our frozen stone bodies, you and I, found in the land of home, sweet summers, outlive the intoxicating blue haplessly, happily, sail away on the green 
mirror see. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the poetry of Michael Aaron Casares, available at therootofmanyreturns.com, or pick up your books, because you know you want a copy for yourself, and you can get those at Amazon or any major retailer. Some of the titles of my work include The Vanishing Poet, The Distance to the End, This Reality of Man, A Trick of the Eyes, Alrighty, folks, I hope you guys had a pleasant evening. I hope this Sunday treated you well. Hope the weekend was good to you. And I hope your weekend begins well, too. For the experience with Michael Aaron Cassidis, this is the aforementioned saying, have a great night. Have a great week. I love you all. And we'll see you soon.